welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing, sir? Man, Stephen, I am doing great. I've had a great week off, uh, kind of a vacation. My wife and I had a getaway, and here we are on the weekend after that, uh, talking to you, and it is sunny and 72 here in Atlanta. Man, what you got? Man, sunny 72, that's that's textbook. That is absolutely oh, that is awesome. That is it absolutely is out of the textbook right now. 91 degrees. 91. Holy Moses. Now, it feels hot too. I, I've been I outside. I've been outside working on the pool, draining the pool and filling the pool and doing that and getting my steps in. And man, it I'm just breaking a sweat out there. And it's kind of uh, must be pretty humid too, because uh it's, it's a little sticky. Well, no, I, I guess I'm wrong. Humidity, any guesses? What do you think? Pick a number. I don't know. What are you, 15%? Oh, man, you're way off. 6%. 6%. humidity. Oh, my goodness. It's well, a dry I mean, heat. 91 degrees. But 91 degrees, that's still hot no matter what. Yeah, it is. But, <laughs> but here, I mean, it's it's been sunny, but the humidity has stayed low. I mean, we're not 6% by any stretch of the imagination, but it's been low. Uh, but uh, 72 is perfect. It that is. is perfect weather here in Atlanta. But again, um, it'll be it'll be different here shortly. Yeah, it'll be uh, hotter and stickier for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, yes. Uh, you know, we haven't personally been together here in a couple of weeks. Last week, we we put on episode 78, which was an interview that I had the pleasure of doing with Jake Lang. And we, I had done that right. earlier in that week. So we had that one in the can and we're coming together again for the first time in a couple of weeks. So it's good to be back with you and looking forward to this week's conversation. What, what's on board? So I thought we'd talk about a little bit about the, the importance of and the need for a bit of a break, a bit of a vacation. Um, you know, we, I think we talked about it on the, here on the podcast uh, a few episodes back where you took a spring break there in Phoenix with your family. You went up, up the mountains looking for snow um, and we found it. My family just recently, uh, or just past week, had a spring break. And so my wife and I had a, a bit of a getaway here in Georgia as well. And as a part of that, I just, I mean, I've already, I've always known this, but I, I really, really experienced it on this little vacation that we had, uh, that we just returned from. And it's that, that need to get away, to get, to get outside of your business, take a break from your business and the level of thinking and the level of clarity that that can help you gain inside of your business. We always just feel like, man, we got to go, go, go. We got to work, work, work. And you and I, the boat, the boat we're in, and maybe many of our, our listeners, this is a side gig. So we've got a day job, and then this is a side gig. And you put both of those together, and there's a lot of work involved. But there's a need occasionally to just take a break from that. Uh, and I thought we'd talk about you know, the importance of that, why is that important? And, and what are some of the impacts that you and I experience when we are able to take a break like that? How's that sound? Yeah, it sounds good. Taking a break is always, always a good thing. It gets to clear the mind and gets you to start thinking differently. So I'm looking forward to the conversation. And you, I took my break a few weeks ago. You just came off of a little break. And there's, there are things that each of us, I'm sure, accomplished, at least mentally, during those breaks. So let, let's get into it. 
Yeah. So, I, you know, first of all, I think it's important to talk about the discipline of taking a break, right? So one of the things, and, and I have to tell you that this is, it's a tough temptation to overcome, but the, the discipline to actually take a break when you go on vacation. So as I said, my wife and I, uh, we took a three-day getaway here pretty close by. It's only about an hour and a half away to a to a resort, a spa resort. And it was uh, lots of opportunity there to, to just relax and just uh, read, uh, read for pleasure. And we took long walks and lots of things like that. But there were many times throughout that three-day getaway that I was tempted to go grab my laptop and, you know, check, check on something or check on email or even some of the ideas that were coming to mind. Now, I did uh, make it a habit to, to write those down, to jot those down so that I didn't forget them. But it was really tempting to run and actually do some work. Um, but I just got to emphasize the importance of being disciplined that when you take a break, you actually take a break, right? Escape from the work and be disciplined not to jump back on that because it's very, very tempting. But I think it's 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 important and it's beneficial because it brings you additional clarity, right? You're not just busying yourself with the busy work of catching email and things like that. You're actually able to then think deeper about your business and about what your business needs um, without uh, you know the dis without the the busyness of all that stuff that you do every single day. So if you're going to take a break, you're going to take a vacation from it. Take a real vacation from it. What do you think there? Yeah. And there's this, this thing that is called a pattern interrupt, and it will kind of interrupt the normalcy you have in your life. And, and the business that you're running, so CredibleLeaders.com and your business, and, con, and you're doing coaching and you're doing workshops, and to have this pattern interrupt to basically take you out of this norm that you're in every day kind of allows the mind to reset a little bit. And what that can do, and I'm certainly no psychologist or you know behavior expert, but I just know from my experience that you don't think a lot of it at the time, but in reality, what it can do is it can, as a reset, it can really get your mind off of that grind, at least that mental grind that you spend on your business day in and day out refocus it on, like as you said, long walks and you got to read and you got to use your brain and your mind in different ways. And then you kind of reset and start thinking about your business maybe in a different way because now you've had this break. Your your mind's been able to stretch and exercise in a different way and and it really allows allows you to consider things that maybe you weren't considering or considering in a certain way. So I think from that standpoint, if you don't get a break, number one, you're missing the opportunity to physically recharge, to physically reset, as well as mentally. And when you can do that, I think you can approach your business from a different perspective. And when you can do that, I think you can really maybe go to the next level with your business because you just approach it from just a different in a different way. Yeah, definitely for me. I mean, it's a, it's an opportunity to to think deeper about some of the challenges or some of the struggles or or maybe some of the opportunities, right? I'll talk about that in just a moment and some of the revelations I had, but but especially for for me and people like me, I'm I'm very much a task-oriented person, right? And and 
I keep to-do lists. Some of them are written down. Some of them are on my computer. Some of them are even in my head. Uh, so, you know, I operate every day from various to-do lists. Well, what that can create for me throughout the day, day after day after day, is just busy work of to-do lists, right? And it's hard to kind of escape that to-do list to really take the time to do, you know, there's a there's a book out there. It's called uh, Deep Work. I can't remember who it's by. I read it years ago. Um, but it, anyway, it was ta- it talked about the discipline of, you know, removing yourself away from that daily business, uh, busyness, and devoting some time to just deep thought on some of the challenges or struggles that you're having. And I just find that very, very difficult when day after day, I'm coming to my desk here and my computer and my journal book, and I've got all these to-do lists, and I just want to run through those to-do lists as fast as I can. Uh, And it doesn't afford me that opportunity to think deeper about the struggles and challenges and, and so forth in my business. And if I can escape away from that, take a break away from that. And, and I have to literally leave my laptop, leave my notebook, you know, at home or in, in the car or in my bag or whatever. I don't get it out. But then what that does is because I've escaped from that to-do list, now I can really do the deep work. I, I can do the deep thought that is necessary about my business. And then, as you said, then when I am ready to come back, I've got fresh and new ideas, new thoughts. I've got, uh, we'll talk about the benefits of a vacation and we can talk about the the rest and the relaxation and the rejuvenation that that gives you, right? So physically, mentally, emotionally, I'm I'm in better shape now to come back with those new ideas and uh, and work in my business. So it's just su- super important, especially for if you're like me, and you need an escape from that busyness of a to-do list. It's super important. Yeah, when you talk about busy work, it just makes me think about day after day, you find things to fill your day because you're in that mindset, you're in that moment, you're in the middle of your business, and you're finding things to do. Now, the question is, do they really need to get done or not? That's always the big the big right. question. But when you're when you're engaged in the busy work, day in and day out as a matter of practice, it becomes increasingly difficult to move your business forward, right? To move it Mm -hmm. forward, it's really easy to tread water. It's really easy to keep doing the same thing over and over again. This circular pattern of of busy work, you know, for me, that can look like changing button colors and that can look like uh, really writing uh, a paragraph of copy and then spending three days trying to like change the four words that I think are going to make a life and death difference. And it, really, it just doesn't. And I can get in those ruts like anybody, and, and I find it tough to get out. But when you can have that that mental and physical break, I think it can really help you really see things differently. And one of the things that I I used to struggle with that I don't struggle with as much anymore is and I see a lot of people still do this, where they they get some sort of internal pride factor or this sense of importance by making sure that their Google Calendar or their Outlook Calendar is stacked all day long, eight mm-hmm. hours, 10 hours, minute by minute, hour by hour with, with tasks and activities. And, and it, it's overwhelming. It can get absolutely overwhelming. It makes you feel good. It's like, look how important I am, right? Oh, look at me. I'm so busy. I'm so, I think that makes you highly inefficient. It makes you less important, less impactful. So one of the things I do 
is I intentionally build in a lot of white space in my calendar. And specifically for the purpose of, I know I have my busy periods of the day. I know I have a lot of things I must do and I need to do, but then I intentionally block time out. I'll either block it out with a meeting called uh, just, you know, my time or thinking or something like that. But that to me is that white space that I don't have anything planned. I can take a step back. I can sit in a chair. I can stare at the wall. I can, I can sip on a, a, an iced tea or something and just sit and literally think, literally think. And then sometimes during those, I take a little power nap. I do things like that. But if you don't intentionally build that into your schedule, you can easily get pulled down this black hole of, of busy work, busybody mm-hmm. stuff that in, in the moment feels like you're making progress. But in reality, you're not doing anything to market your product more, to sell one more copy of something, to advance your business in a way that's going to be meaningful. So that's something you got to protect against. And, and this notion of this vacation or break or to different people, it can mean different things. For you, it meant you physically got away from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You went hour and a half away to a resort for three days. For me, I went up to the mountains and, and the surge of snow and went hiking and did some of that. For other people, it could mean going nowhere, but sitting on a couch for periods of time, just reflecting. And it could mean different things to different people. There's no right or wrong, but it's about this pattern interrupt that can cause you to reset your mind, reset your focus, and get on track with your business in a clearer and more intentional way. Yeah, you know, such a good point you bring up there, Stephen. I've seen people just like you have, and and I've actually fallen victim to it as well, where you feel like if I stay busy, then I must be succeeding or I must be important in my job or important in my role or whatever it might be. But it's, it's this need to be busy, frantically working, right? It's, it's kind of this frantically working, being busy, doing something. And somehow we convince ourselves that that means we're being successful. Uh, but I, just like you, I would argue that it's very likely that if that is the mode in which you're operating, that you're actually being very, very unproductive. You're doing a lot of work. And you're doing a lot of hard work, but it's very likely that you're being unproductive in all of that work and you'd be much more productive, get more real needed work done if you're able to put in that white space that you're talking about, that that time to think. Um, and because like you said, this this vacation, this time away, when it gives you that time to think clearly, oftentimes what you'll realize is there's a lot of things that you've been doing and maybe you've been doing them for a really long time and you've been doing them really consistently and routinely, but you realize now, I don't even, I shouldn't even be doing that. That's not even something that's benefiting me or benefiting my business. So I should just stop doing those things. And so it's that, that time away, that time to, you know, get away from your business and just think. And sometimes some of the revelations are, all that work that I've been doing in that area, it's not benefiting me and I should stop doing that. Right? So uh, sometimes the revelation, the clarity that comes to you through these breaks is stop doing some of the things that you've been doing. Other times it's, hey, here's a new idea. Here's, a, here's an idea or here's a way, a method to overcome that struggle or that challenge you have in your business. So you'll get both of those. You'll get clarity in both of those, I feel like, 
when you take that break. Uh, but on top of that, just, you know, the, the basic benefit of a vacation or a break that like we're talking about is the need that your body and your mind has for rest and relaxation every now and again, right? You're that frantic work that I'm talking about, your body, your mind, it's not equipped to do that on a consistent basis. It needs some downtime. Your mind and your body both need some downtime. And so I would say the first benefit of this vacation, this break, is just the rest and relaxation that your mind and your body needs so that you can come back and, and be more productive in your business. Yeah, there's no substitute for a physical, mental break. You can tell yourself you're going to stop you know, grinding, quote unquote, so hard. But if you're the type of person that grinds in your business, it, it's not just push a button and stop. You've created a behavior right. and a culture within your business, even if it's just you, of, of that, of that self-expectation. And it's going to be very difficult to do that without taking a physical, this pattern interrupt, this break from that. And new entrepreneurs, and I, I certainly am a new entrepreneur in many ways, but you know, I equate, I equate a full calendar at times. I equate uh, doing something, sitting here, making sure that every moment that I can, I'm doing something. I, I equate that with being effective, as you said. That's not what right. success is. But we new entrepreneurs, especially a year ago, I would say that that's how I viewed things. Because if I wasn't, you know, quote unquote, grinding in some way to do something, to build something, to add content, to to do something different that I wasn't doing all I could do. And 80% of that stuff I did, didn't do anything. I, you know, nobody mm -hmm. saw it. Nobody used it. Nobody benefited from it. Uh, it, it was done haphazardly. And, that, and that's, that's been a struggle um, that I'm, I'm coming to terms with myself and recognizing by following others and, and seeing what they're doing in their business and the mastermind group and, and that is really helping me. And some of the most effective entrepreneurs out there work, you know, 10, 15, 20 hours a week, right? They've, That's right. Yeah, they systematized, automated, uh, come up with the plan. They have a content strategy. They have a, a tight calendar of what they're going to do when. And there are a lot of people out there that make six, seven figures a year that spend very little time in their business, working in their business. Uh, when you think of what you and I do, it, it's it's crazy to think about, but now I can start to see how that's possible. I couldn't see that a year ago or 18 months right. ago. I couldn't see that because I equated making money, being successful, selling stuff with a lot of grinding, a lot of working. Now I'm realizing by following the likes of Graham Cochran, for example, where his deal is passive income. My deal that I've fallen in love with is passive income. Not truly passive, but kind of passive. Been very little work compared to the to the to the value you get out of it. But for example, Graham Cochran works 10 to 15 hours a week and he's making multiple six figures. He's making a seven figure in one of his businesses. And he's just really automated and systematized and has a process. And if we entrepreneurs can get more down the road of a really tight understanding of what we're trying to accomplish and put the systems and tools around it and let it let uh, it allows us to work on the things that move the needle, such as 
marketing, right? The thing I probably mm-hmm. have the least experience in is the thing that I need to do the most of, which is right. market, 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 market. And if you get done with that, then you go market some more and you got to have a plan. And then you can start getting more consistent with your revenue and your business can take off and you can begin to work fewer hours and you get things mm-hmm. set up that way. So that's, that's how I view the, the, the taking a break, the vacation, Right now, especially where I'm at, and I think where you may be at, is if we don't do that intentionally, then it's harder for us to maybe have that breakthrough moment, that aha moment that says, you know what, I didn't even realize that, and I probably wouldn't had I not taken a break. And I know the break that you just took, when you came back, you shared with me this epiphany that you had on one of the one of the formulas you were working on that I think that mm-hmm. break maybe helped you kind of process that in your mind. Tell me about that. A couple of episodes back, I think it was episode 77. We talked about this, this uh, concept that I developed on measuring leadership. And I was going to anchor a lot of my teaching and a lot of my uh, content around this leadership equation. And, and so several weeks back in the midst of the grind, I had this uh, revelation uh, and, and I defined this equation by which uh, someone can uh, conduct a survey with the people that they lead and this equation will calculate them for, for them a, a leadership quotient, right? Uh, and then you can, through my workshops or my coaching or my teaching, you can do the things necessary to improve your leadership and then you do the survey again and Obviously, you want the quotient to go up, right? Your your leadership score to go up. But in that revelation that I had, and and you know, I came up with the equation. I then kind of got stuck. Okay, well, what this needs is it needs uh, kind of these levels of leadership, basically. And and as your leadership score goes up, then you're basically climbing the ladder, if you will, uh, in terms of leadership levels. And and I was just kind of stuck at. Well, how would I define those leadership levels? Uh, and then furthermore, how would I ensure that the, the right score in that leadership equation equated to the right level? Uh, and I was really stuck at there. I, I mean, for three weeks or more, I, I really was trying my best to, to really figure out what are the leadership levels? What would they be called? How would they be described? And then probably mo- more uh complex uh, uh, situation that was trying to determine how the equation then mapped into those levels. And for weeks, I was just kind of stuck on that. I couldn't figure that out. I, I would devote time to sit down, couldn't get anywhere with it. Um, and then I took this break and late in day two, late in day two, I start having these these revelations hit me. Oh, I, okay. Well, here's the five le- levels. This is what they could be called. Um, and then later on in day three and day four, uh, I started uh, connecting the dots between the equation and, and all the math necessary to, to map that to those levels. And so now I kind of feel like that anchoring idea of a leadership equation and leadership levels, that idea now is complete, but I'm convinced that I wouldn't have arrived at that conclusion or that revelation if I hadn't taken a break, right? Because remember, I had a, a small revelation 
And then for three weeks, I was just struggling to complete that, complete that thought. Uh, but uh, two, three days of, of a break and the mind being rested now and relaxed. Uh, and, you know, I, I came up with that pretty easily, pretty quickly, actually, um, after I had a break. So I'm just convinced if I hadn't taken that break, I don't know that I would have completed this thought uh, that I plan to anchor my uh, teachings around. Yeah, that's that's such a great example. And, and it's so counterintuitive, I think, to maybe when you're in the middle of your business every day to think of it that way. But to really move ahead, you got to take a step back and take a step back emotionally, physically, mentally, and allow allow your mind, as you called it, this rest period where you can I can just see it. You're you're walking on. The, I don't know where you went. Where did you go? What city did you go to? So we went up to, it's a little city here in, in um, Georgia called Adairsville. We went oh. to the uh, Barnsley Garden Spa Resort. It's We've been there a few times. It has never disappointed. It's awesome. I, I was going to say uh, you walk on the beach, but I, there were no walks on the beach there, apparently. N- n- not here there. Not this time, no. So we'll, we'll pretend it was a beach. So you're walking in, the, well, you're walking in the garden. The garden, yes. right? You're we walking, walking in the through garden, the gardens. That's right? correct. It was beautiful. And, you know, you just, you may not even be doing this knowingly, but you're just, your mind's looking at the trees and you're enjoying the company and it's a cool breeze. I can just put myself there. And all of a sudden these, these thoughts start coming into your head, maybe not intentionally, but then that leads to this this outpouring of ideas, maybe not at that moment exactly, but it leads to it. And you indicated that when you got back, that it kind of all came to you pretty quickly. And, and it's just something, you know, I'll use a Zig Ziglar thing here because you, of course you will, you, you, and this really isn't a, a, maybe a direct uh, correlation, but I have to pull Zig in just because, you know, when I was telling you on a, a previous episode that when he wrote the book over the top, they told him, until you can tell me what the top is, I can't publish the book called Over the Top because I don't know what the top is. So right. it's about it's about really taking a step back. I could just see good old Zig in Texas taking a step back and reflecting on that. If I know what over the top is, but I don't know what the top is. So in a moment of of just mental clarity, he came up with a clear definition of the top which was articulated, and now the book could move forward because he could define what it was. In your case, you had this equation. You knew it was meaningful. You knew it could help and serve a lot of people and bring clarity and focus in what they are doing and how you could teach this in your workshops and your other and your other courses and things. But until you had this moment of clarity, similar to Zig, you you couldn't quite figure that out, but now you've had it. And it came from a period of quiet in your life that now it became so clear as to how you were going to articulate this formula. And by doing so, helping so many people bring clarity to this equation and to leadership and how that influences others and impact and is impactful to them. And it, they would never be able to benefit from that had you not been able to have the clarity and focus to come up with what that looks like. And I would, I would say that if you didn't have those three days, you may not have come up with that 
uh, that solution. Kind of like Albert Einstein, right? You came up with mm-hmm. all of these cool things, man. You're you're Michael Einstein. <laughs> well, I'm no Einstein and I'm no Zig Ziglar <laughs> either. But, yeah, but I, can, I can relate to that story that you're telling about Zig Ziglar uh, because I, I really feel like that's where I was. I, and I feel like that's what happened to me. You know, as I said, I, I struggled with completing this idea or completing this thought for, you know, three or four weeks. And frankly, I mean, I've had this happen to me before. You have a good thought, like, I, you know, I came up with the equation, but then I just couldn't finish up. I couldn't complete that. I couldn't feel like I could, could complete it. And because of the difficulty of completing it, you just kind of give up on it, right? I could have just kind of thrown the the equation to the side and said, oh, that's not going to work, right? Um, and, and, you know, those thoughts crossed my mind. Uh, because I couldn't come up with, for instance, the the five levels, um, and and I, I just couldn't complete the thought, right? And so we were there. Uh, it was let's see, it was late in the day on on uh, Tuesday, and my wife and I were fire pit. Uh, and uh, if I remember right, she had to she went back to the room for something, and I was just kind of sitting there alone. And suddenly it hit me: manager, achiever transformer, influencer, multiplier. Those five levels just suddenly hit me. I've just, I don't even know that I was actively thinking about the leadership equation or the levels. They just all hit me. And then right behind that was a good description of what all five of those mean. And then then I was able to, well, I I quickly, I jotted those down, those five down, because I didn't want to forget them. But then I just let it be. And then over the next day, two days, then the 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 mapping of the equation to those levels, um, those five levels came to mind, and so I, I of course jotted that down. Uh, and so yeah, I, I can totally relate to the story of Zig. Doesn't know what the top is, just kind of relaxing, and boom, it hits him. And so so now I feel like the the idea is complete, right? The I have a complete concept here. And now all I got to do is flesh it out and build the teaching around it and uh, and definitely have an, an anchoring concept as we talked about a couple of episodes back for the rest of the business. And, and again, it all came about because I took the time to find of the daily work and let the mind think, let the mind rest and then let the mind think and boom, there it comes. Yeah, for me, when I was in the mountains and I, what I did is I had a lot of opportunity to catch up on different courses I had bought and different things I was interested in. So I'm, I'm a member of Flip Lifestyle, of the Flip Lifestyle community. It's about memberships and all. And the more I, the more I think about that and the more I kind of studied the material, and to me, this wasn't work. This was enjoyment. This was me uh, either on a trail or, or sitting out on the deck uh, with my AirPods in, listening to different trainings, and to me that that was resting and relaxing because I didn't have any in, any intended outcome in mind. I was just taking it all in, and the more I thought about that right. and, and what clarity that helped me with during that time was recognizing that I've been blessed with a big audience. I've been blessed with a big Facebook page of two hundred thousand people. I've been blessed with websites that get a quarter million uh, hits per month. Uh, two of those. So I have, I'm, I'm blessed to have a big audience. So I, I think, man, I, I could really benefit by a membership. So I don't want to rush into that. But what it did was it brought this real clarity and focus to me that that's something that I could pivot 
not away from everything else, but add to my, my, I don't know, portfolio of offerings, so to speak. So I've been spending as a result of, of that clarity that I was able to achieve, I've been spending, you know, not all of my time, but different times throughout the week, an hour here, an hour there. Number one, because I enjoy doing it. To me, that's not work. It doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like work. I could do that. I, I just love it. And building out what I'm foreseeing as a membership site, right? This membership mm-hmm. site and what that would look like. And, and I've got the basic sales page done and I'm thinking about the copy and just listening to like James Wedmore and, and different, um, you know, um, oh gosh, uh, I can't think of his name. The other guy, uh, big name. Uh, you know, coming up with the irresistible offer and making sure that my mm-hmm. my words resonate, and those things are are things I enjoy doing. But the inspiration for that came during this this period of downtime that I was able to reflect, and I w- I'm able to now take that take that clarity, and then how do I apply it going forward, knowing that I don't need to do it by a certain time frame, but just knowing that I want to start building it out and thinking about it. And then when I have other mental breaks or opportunities to really consider what that could look like, I'm going to be able to you know, get even more clarity and then not be pressured, not be rushed to go figure mm-hmm. out, oh my gosh, I need to go do something tomorrow, but keep doing what I'm doing with the business. But then thinking about the bigger, broader product offering that I can put out there and do it in a way that is intentional, it's it's measured, and it's bringing the right value to the audience that I serve. So I got that clarity through those moments of kind of staring out in Pine, Arizona, and Strawberry, Arizona, staring out over the deck into the mountains, you know, like you said, in search of snow. I was in search mm-hmm. of snow, and I finally found it that last day. But I tell you, it, was just, it, it brings a lot of peace when you can have those experiences in life. And it really, uh, like we've said, it brings a lot of clarity as well. Yeah. That's so cool that you mentioned that, Stephen, because I had not connected the dots, but, but I remember, uh, several weeks back when you brought to the mastermind group, this idea of a mass uh, of a membership site, you know, and you just kind of, uh, if I remember, I just kind of threw it out there. I don't even know that you had planned to talk about membership. Uh, but you kind of threw it out there and I think we kind of jumped on it and said, yeah, I think there's some, there's some real potential here. And we talked about a few things there, uh, but I didn't, I didn't, as we talked about vacationing today, I didn't necessarily connect the dots that that's where that idea came from. While you were on vacation, the idea of a membership, membership site came to your mind and you got to thinking about it and you brought it to the, to the mastermind group and, and so forth. So yeah, that's a, a great example uh, you, you know, you're building that business and, and you've got some, some really good passive revenue coming in from, from AdSense. You've got some revenue coming in from some of the, your counseling packages and all that you're selling. And so your thought was, or your, the question in your mind, that, as you mentioned, you weren't necessarily actively asking this question, but the thought on your mind was, what's the next thing? What's the next product? Um, and, uh, and membership came to mind. Uh, and so, I'm expecting one day you're going to have a membership site and uh, be bringing in lots of revenue from that. And it started while you were on vacation, while you had taken a break from your business, uh, relaxing, resting, and allowing the mind to just work on the business. Even, again, 
even though you weren't intentionally thinking about the business, your mind was. So uh, I'm like you, I'm no psychologist or anything like that, but somehow subconsciously the mind just uh, thinks about these things, even though we're not actively uh, forcing it to. So, um, so no, I, that's another great example of some of the benefits, some of the revelations that can come to you when you're on these vacations like this. Yeah. And you, you got to be intentional. You got to go create the opportunity. You can't go into it and say, Hey, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to come up with my next big idea, right? If you do that, you're going to put so much pressure on yourself. That's you're right. likely not to come up with anything. But if you just That's right. if you just say, hey, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to, you know, uh, release my mind just to relax and just to think and and do some different things. If you don't put that pressure on yourself, there's a good chance that you're going to come up with one thing, just one, it could be a small thing that can make a difference in your business. It can make a difference in your life. So you know, my my takeaway, my encouragement to the listeners is to is to create that space that you can get away, that you can take a break, you can do something different, create a pattern interrupt, and through that, without additional pressure, just that reflection time, there's a great chance that you're going to come up with something that's going to move your business one tiny step forward, and that's really all you need: a series of tiny improvements, of tiny steps that can make a big difference over a period of time. So that's my view. We've pulled that thread. You want to finish us up and take us home? Yeah, I'll definitely do that. And I love the point you just made. Um, Look, you can't manipulate your own mind, right? So don't say, hey, you know, I'm going to go take this vacation next week. And I'm going to take that vacation for the purpose of coming up with the next great product for my business. You can't manipulate your mind that way. So don't even try right? Just take that vacation for the purpose of resting and relaxing and then allow the mind to take over uh, as you're able to do that. As you're able to rest, as you're able to relax, then your mind will take over and and it may come up with that next big product or it may come up, as as you were just saying, Stephen, it may come up with the next few steps, the next few small steps that you need to take. It may even do what, like we talked about earlier, it may come up with Uh, identify for you the things that you need to stop doing, some of the busy work that you need to stop doing. But don't try to manipulate your mind. Just take the vacation for the purpose of resting and relaxing, and then let your mind decide uh, what you need to do in your business, right? So so don't manipulate it, right? So that's your your call to action. Your call to action, if, if you're one of these workaholics like Stephen and I have been in the past or fallen victim to or, or some of those people that we talked about that you're just frantically working as fast and hard as you can, you need a break. So schedule that, be intentional about it. It doesn't have to be some expensive getaway. It can be at home or whatever, but you want to take a break away from your business Devote some time to resting and relaxing so that your mind can rejuvenate and your mind can come up with solutions to some of the challenges in your business. So be sure you do that. Be intentional about that. That's your call to action today. And as far as our podcast, be sure you check out the show notes at VenturesInOnlineBusiness.com. This is episode number 79. You'll find the show notes there for that episode and all the other episodes as well. So be sure to check that out. Until Stephen and I speak to you again next week. Go build your business. Get after it.